Hi everyone, I'm Anna, and this is my podcast, Anademia, about the graduate school experience from a Black and STEM perspective. On today's episode, I'm talking about gap years. I'm going to give you tips on what to do during your gap year that will lead to success in graduate school, as well as talk about my own gap year experience after undergrad. I did an Instagram poll to see if listeners would want to hear me either discuss gap years or thesis writing, and gap years won by a landslide, but I will definitely talk about thesis writing in a future episode. To keep up with this podcast, you can follow my graduate school journey at It's Anademia on Instagram. I'll leave the handle in the show notes. If you don't know the definition, a gap year is a year-long break before or after college where students engage in activities to develop themselves and their skills. A lot of people use gap years in different ways. Some will travel, some take internships, spend time with family, or just work regular jobs to make extra money for school. There can be a certain stigma about taking a gap year, especially for high school seniors, because after high school, not a lot of people take a year off. Many go straight into college, either because it's traditional and that's what their parents want them to do, or just because they don't want to miss out on the college experience. Even though this isn't common with high school seniors, gap years are extremely common after undergrad, before entering grad school, medical school, law school, any sort of higher education position. I know personally from seeing the different NYU biology PhD cohorts and in my own master's program at NYU that there's a huge mix of students. Some are fresh out of undergrad, some worked postgrad for maybe one or two years in their field, and some are married with kids and just decided to go back to school and maybe start a new career path. My mom is actually an example of how diverse grad school programs can be because she just turned 60. I hope she's not mad at me for saying that. Sorry, mom. But she's applying to get her PhD in musical studies. She actually stopped her PhD track after getting her master's degree to get married and get kids, aka me. But now she's going back to school and entering a PhD program again. So really PhDs and masters, just graduate school in general, are a mixed group. Since gap years are common before entering graduate school, it's important to make the most of them so that your application sticks out. It's also important because PhDs are a five to six, maybe even seven year commitment. So you want to be sure going in that this is what you want to do and have a specific topic that you're passionate about. Seven, five, six, however many years in academia is a really long time. So having a break before then lets you kind of see and experience the real world and the career market since you won't get to see as much during your PhD. I want to use today's podcast to talk about what I've learned from my gap year experience and give tips to others who are thinking about doing a gap year. Honestly, in my opinion, now is the perfect time to take a gap year. I know everyone's tired of hearing about it, but I just have to talk about coronavirus for a second because it helps with my point. 
So with this pandemic, academia is basically in shambles right now. Students are taking online classes, campuses are closed, professors and staffs are laid off, and with things not really getting better, social activity could cause cases to rise again while hospitals are already strained. Some schools are actually already planning on staying online for the fall. I'm sure this is also affecting financial situations in academia like scholarship and financial aid because universities are losing money. So the first thing they're going to do is cut student aid and increase student fees to stay afloat. I think if you have enough money for school without taking out loans, I just go straight in. But I don't see the point in taking out loans for online classes when a lot of classes aren't meant to be remote. I also don't see the point in going in-depth for school to enter into an unstable economic market after school because it's going to take a while for the economy to recover from this situation. My thoughts are basically to just get yours first and put yourself in a position where you're not financially strained academically during this time and you get to learn in a diverse and enriched environment. For my gap year experience after undergrad, I had a gap year before entering graduate school as my mom transitioned into a new living situation and needed my help. During this time, I got a job in a quality assurance position for a toxicology lab processing forensic samples. I have to say, this was a very good job situation because my job was an easy commute. I only worked about 20 minutes away from my mom. I was paid over minimum wage, and it was a science-related position, so I could have it on my resume. I also saved a lot of money on both gas with my short commute and rent since I lived with my family. I also saved money in a different way because the town was kind of boring, so since there wasn't much to do, I just did nature activities like going on hikes and running, but I guess that's kind of a con because I was bored, but it's a pro because I saved money. After one year of work, I had enough money saved to afford my move to New York for graduate school and about a year of rent costs, which if you know, New York City rent is super high. So that was really helpful while I looked for a grad student-friendly job. It definitely depends on where you live because cost of living differs from place to place. But gap years can cut costs that you can't cut while you're studying in graduate school. Gap years are also crucial in developing both professionally in your career and mentally to prepare for graduate school. Grad school is no joke because you're doing research projects while taking classes, possibly teaching a class, and you have the added pressures of presentations, conferences, and working on your dissertation. And all that is a lot to have on your plate. Knowing what you want to get out of this graduate school experience and how it will propel your career gives you motivation to complete your degree when times get tough. Gap years give you the space to step back and think of what motivates you in life, how to turn that into a career, and what to focus on studying in grad school to make that a possibility. I personally know people who have studied one thing in college, and then after a gap year, 
went on to study a completely different thing for their PhD or master's degree because they used their gap year to find their passion. For me, during my gap year, when I worked in a toxicology lab, I had major epiphanies. The first was that I decided I definitely wanted to go further in my education. When I was taking a year off of school, I actually really missed school and learning because I'm a nerd, but that really showed me how important education was to me. The second epiphany I had was that I saw the people running the companies I worked for had PhDs and master's degrees, and if they didn't, they had to work their way up. One of my colleagues who was in the same position as me and had the same degree had been in the company for three years before she moved up just one level. And I was like, that's a hard pass for me. Three years is too long to wait. And then the final thing I realized was that I'd want to go for a career in academia or in a nonprofit and not in a for-profit industry like the one I was in. All of these realizations really motivated me when I got back to school because I knew what I wanted to get out of it and what path to go on for the career that I wanted. When you go into school, sometimes you can get stuck and focused on one path and it's harder to change, but gap years really make you more flexible and give you time to possibly change your perspective. Using the time you have during your gap year to focus on you is the best thing that you can do. That leads to my tips for making the most of your gap year experience also known as the title of this episode, Bridging the Gap Year. So my first tip is to try new things in the field that interests you. In science, you have topics with multiple aspects to them. Like, for example, we have biology, which is general. But from biology, there are so many subsections of that, like microbiology, toxicology, genetics, animal science, cell biology. I could go on for a while, but you get the point. Think about the classes that you like to take during your undergrad degree and research more about the jobs done in that field and then apply to those jobs. Because honestly, the worst that could happen is you don't get the job. But with a bachelor's degree, if it's an entry-level position especially, you have a good shot. My second tip is something I've talked about previously, but save up as much as you can. There's no point in living with roommates if you can find a job that's close to home. So when looking for jobs, really factor in commute costs because that will impact how much you're able to save. Also try cost-effective hobbies. Like I mentioned during my gap year, I got super into nature. I was outdoors all the time, hiking, running. And it was like, if you're outdoors, what are you going to charge me for? Standing here and breathing? Actually, I wouldn't put it past someone to do that, but that didn't happen to me. So I saved money. You can also learn to cook new recipes, which will help save money when you're back in school. And there are so many free things you can find to do, or you can get discounts with your college student ID. There's this one site I go on called Eventbrite, where you can search events by topic and you can filter them by seeing which of these events are free. So that's a really good source for finding things to do. I'll link that in the show notes as well. My third tip is to take notice of what's going on at your job to see what skills will benefit you in graduate school. 
Look to see if your bosses and supervisors have graduate degrees. Also, do they have special skills like coding? It's also good to see what gets people into these higher-up positions. Is it acquiring different skills that enhance their resumes, or is it just based on how long they've been at the job? This will help you to see what classes would be good to take in graduate school that will also look good on your resume later. For me, I saw that being familiar with computer programming like R and Python was a preferred skill in genetics, so I took an intro to programming class when I first entered my master's program at NYU. This was an extremely hard class, but it was very helpful because now I have Python on my resume and everyone's impressed, and I'm like, yes, it was very hard, but I do remember things and I do know it, so it makes me look good. And you can find things like that to help improve your resume as well. This leads to my fourth tip, which is to use this gap year to tighten up your resume and work on your grad school applications. During this time, you can edit your resume so that it showcases what skills you've learned during undergrad and highlights classes you've taken that relate to the career you want to pursue. Also, if you haven't applied to grad school already, it's so much easier to write a statement of purpose and fill out applications during a gap year than it is while you're in school. Because when you're in school, you have the added pressure of schoolwork and you need to focus on actually graduating. So you kind of don't have as much time to focus on your applications without sacrificing some sort of a social life. I requested a deferment after I applied to graduate school during my senior year. So if you need to take a year before entering graduate school and explain to them why, sometimes school boards will grant deferment depending on your situation, and then you won't have to reapply to school during your gap year. Life can be unpredictable. Things can happen with family and finances that prevent people from entering school. So grad schools can actually be flexible with deferments depending on your situation. You just have to be open and honest and put it out there because the worst that can happen is they deny it and you reapply. But if you got in once, you're likely to get in again. So you're still in a good spot. My last tip is to prioritize self-care during this time. A lot of people experience burnout from working so hard during college that they lose energy and focus after they graduate. This can cause people to stress about the future, but not have enough energy to face the future. I remember once I graduated from college, I was so tired all the time. I slept for like a week straight. And then I would have nightmares about missing exams or stressing over finals, even though I was done and had no work left. It was ridiculous. In undergrad, it can be hard to focus on mental health because a lot of schools are booked with a ton of students, but not enough therapists to accommodate them. And then even when schools have therapists, sometimes it can be hard to Get yourself in a position to go because you have so much schoolwork to do. So it's good to take a gap year to try and get that mental energy back. I know some ways I get my energy back and other people do is through meditation. That's a good one. 
journaling, therapy, exercise, other calming activities like maybe yoga, all those can be really good to get mindfulness and just relieve stress. It's also good to learn coping methods for stress and anxiety like breathing exercises so that in graduate school, you have these tools when you become stressed and anxious during exam periods or presentations. So those are my tips for making the most out of gap years before grad school. I really honestly can't think of any cons for taking a gap year. The only con I can think of is that you're going to be older when you enter, but to me that's not a big deal because there are tons of people who are older And you know, the older the wiser, so you'll have more knowledge going into it. If you disagree and you can find a con, let me know via like Instagram, social media, because I I really had a hard time thinking of one. The only con I had for my personal experience was where I lived during my gap year was not entertaining, but that was just situational because the town I moved to was boring. With everything going on now, it's good to explore your options and think about how a gap year could benefit you both mentally and financially in the long run as you pursue higher education. I know taking a gap year helped me a lot through my graduate school journey, and if I hadn't, I don't think I would be as successful as I am now. So that's why I highly recommend it. Like I said before, you can follow my podcast on Instagram at It's Anademia and let me know if there's any grad school experience you'd like to hear about. I'll be posting an episode every three weeks now that school is out. My editing skills haven't gotten me to the point where I can do weekly episodes yet because it's hard to edit, especially when I mix in the sound, but I'm learning, so hopefully soon. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.